Alright, here we are. Looking at episode five of the seven thousand. Um so story time. When I first started teaching uh Sunday school, the um what I did to like as a trust building exercise and as a as a thing to get the idea of what these guys were facing. Um my Sunday school class is called College and Careers. And it's that those age children, um, very age of high school, beginning college. I don't know where they draw the line. Maybe it's 18, 19, I'm not sure. But, but um, I pass around an anonymous box. Because uh, like I told those guys, there's no reason for them to trust me just because uh, they had a Sunday school class start up and the pastor decided I was the guy. Yeah, I do appreciate the pastor and the Sunday school superintendent and everyone else who went into it. Allowed me to, um, you know, to do this, to share it. And it's been going for a while. And I feel like it's going well. Um, I really enjoy spending time with these young young adults, uh, men and women. And, you know, so awesome, right? Um, but we're talking. And there was one of them I covered. And I did my best to cover all of them. Um, but there was a lot of my cover, but it turns out the person that they brought it up last night at church, what they put in the box, um, they were absent the day I taught it. Um, so I also like the other reason I did this was to remind me what they were going to, to get to a place to relate to them. But um, it was FOMO, the fear of missing out. Um, I said, yeah, I covered it. You must have been out. Um, I even sent him a picture of my notes, but these notes are bare, man. They're just scripture. Um, there's no thoughts behind them. So I'm going to share that here with you guys because FOMO is not only, uh, like I said, that is fear of missing out, F-O-M-O. Um, that is not only something that 17, 18, 19-year-olds go through. That is something that uh, definitely happens 30s, 40s, as long as you're in a situation um, where you're working with other people, you're going to have a slight fear of missing out. Uh, so it's worse for some people than it is the others. Uh, I'm 38, um, and tonight there is a happy hour time that my work is sponsoring. Uh, for anybody who wants to go to just to visit, not about work, and, and hang out. Um, now I, I'm not sure if I'd have went anyway. But now that I can't go because I have a deal today with the church, I'm going to Impact Day, um, which I would make this decision over and over again. But at the same time, in the back of my head, I'm like, hmm, am I setting my career behind uh, by not going and hanging out with these guys? I have no interest in drinking. If I went, I, uh, it had been a Diet Coke and an appetizer, and that would have been that. Um, but But just the whole scenario um you know and i like the guys i work with well enough but i i don't care about bars I, you know i don't care about drinking but at the same time i still have a career i still want to advance my career i want to make more money if promotion comes available i want it you know um so what am i missing out on time or advancement or you know uh choosing but you know choosing to come home and be with my family or to be where i'm supposed to be in god uh, what am I missing out on? Um, 
you know, and when you're younger, it's um, popularity. Uh, you know, I, I think that fades as you get older. I don't think I'm out of sorts in saying that um, being Mr. Popular uh, means much less to me now than it did when I was in high school. Um, to the point it means nothing to me now. Um, like me, love me, hate me, I don't care. We still do it for each other. Um, so uh, it's a very real thing. Um, if you would have asked guys 40 years ago, and this is why guys 40 years ago are bad at what they did, oh, you just need to pray harder, believe stronger, and, you know, and all that. Uh, the Bible says Jesus says sin is fun for a season. Jesus says sin is fun for a season. I does say that there are the after effects of sin that make you realize that what you thought you were missing out on wasn't wasn't all that great. And that's the truth. That really is the truth. Because this, the fun season is always followed by season of the results of that fun, and that is typically destruction. But now I've done it all. Um, except for heavy drugs because who really needs to do drugs to know that they suck, right? Um, and I've had people tell me uh, over and over again, um, they were literally they're doing drugs. Uh, no, I've seen it too much. Um, I don't need to experience that. But the alcohol, the women, um, yeah, you name it, uh, for a, for a guy to do it, I've done it. Um, and all I can tell you, you know, we're made, we're made overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And all I can tell you is all I can testify is that what's out there is not as rewarding and is not as uplifting, encouraging, life-giving as what you can do in Christ. You know, you know, Proverbs, Book of Wisdom, chapter 10, verse 22. The blessing of the Lord brings wealth without painful toll. Another way, the blessing of the Lord makes a person rich and adds no sorrow with it. Um, see, I remember when I was wearing tools, uh, you know, I'd go out and work and work overtime and had to work a lot of hours to make, you know, to make what I consider a decent amount of money. And uh, even then, all those hours never attributed to what was actually a decent amount of money. Um, but then I either, A, missed time with family, missed time with friends, or I hurt, like physically in my body. And then that next week, you'd miss one day. Um, you know, you'd work 20 extra hours to see an extra $150 on your check, but then you'd only work 30 hours instead of 40, and you'd miss that $150 on your check. Um, that's, that's the cycle. Work, hurt, work, hurt, work, hurt. Where the Lord says, I bless you freely. Um, so basically to counteract the fear of missing out, uh, you have to, you have to inject yourself with what the word of God says about things like that. Um, so looking back at you know, my notes from FOMO, um, it talks about being a son of God, because that's, that's really, you're going to miss out on some things, um, 
as a son of God, uh, one of them is going to be um, one of the hardest things for me was missing out on um, defending my pride and my integrity. Um, the Bible says vengeance is mine. If someone slaps you one cheek, give them the other. Um, there were times where I felt like I handled problems a lot quicker and a lot more to the point. But those relationships also didn't last. Those relationships were gone. Like I said, every everything that you can point to in the world, you say you're missing out on. There's something on the backside that is destructive. Um, he disrespected me. I bopped him in the head. We'll never talk again. Lord's way. He disrespected me. I took time, cooled off, come back, said, hey, man, did you even realize you disrespected me? Now, you know, we'll be friends with us for a life still because you can handle things that way. But uh, to be led by the Spirit of God, man, Romans eight fourteen. For his name is led by the Spirit of God. These are the sons of God, daughters of God. Um, yeah, when you're directed, when the Word of God is a lamp unto your feet, light unto your path, then you're going to do things not the world's way. Plain and simple. Um, so if you want to be led by God, Romans 8, 18 says, I consider that the present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that should be revealed in us. All right, so while you're missing out on parties and advancement and alcohol, but you're actually holding your life together in other places, that present suffering, those guys are going to come to you. It's all going to come back to you. The Bible says the wealth of the wicked are laid up for the righteous. So while you think you're missing out on going and getting it, they're going to bring it to you. The Bible says that strangers should plow your vineyards and build your walls. You know, all the stuff that the world is building up, all the stuff that the world thinks is for them. You know, God says, it's going to be used to your glory. But I consider the present of these suffering times. Whatever you feel like you're missing out on right now, just hang tight. Just, just, just see through it. You know, as the Bible talks about, um, yeah, a woman can go through birth pains because she knows what's on the other side of it. A woman can go right through um, all of that pain of labor, childbearing, uh, nine months of, oh, my God, pop out a kid six months later, say they want to do it again um, because they know what's on the other side of it. They know what the prize is on the other side, and that's kind of what you got to set your eyes on is what that prize is on the other side. But you know what? You know, this is bad. But, you know, I really hate, you know, I hate the way I feel that, um, you know, I could, I could just go out and have an instant good time. It could, it could be a Pop-Tart. It could be that quick. It could be a Hot Pocket. Two minutes and I'm satisfied. Um, but you got to remember the end game, the end goal, where you're going. Um, but yeah, Romans 8, 18, I consider that, that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that would be revealed in us. Um, like I said, the end game is to where you are going. First Corinthians 2 9 says, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor has it entered to the heart of man. But thank you, God, for prayer for those who love it. You haven't even thought about it. You've not even imagined the good things God has in store for you. Um, you know, roll back the clock just a few years, I would have never guessed that. I would have ended up back where I am. I say back where I am. This is, this is completely new ground for me. Um, I had given up on being a dad. I never thought I'd get married again. Um, and then every relationship between my ex-wife and my current wife like kind of reinforced the thought that I would never get married again. Um, and, you know, Heather, absolute godsend. Um, uh, you know, she's, you know, I, I talk about her a lot. Um, because I'm crazy about her because, you know, it's just what it is. But, 
you know, as I go and I go and I, and I did that, I went through, you know, I got mad at God. I ran from God and I went through that season, the seasons to two, two and a half years. And then I finally calmed down and, you know, God was like, yo, here's, you know, here's my daughter that that's for you. You know, and, and that's something else, guys, you need to realize. You walk around talking about, oh, I want a woman, I want a woman, I want a wife. You want to take out the dog or the king. What do you have to offer? All right? Better be more than McDonald's, you cheat tell. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. It's Roman 8, 19. The creation waits and eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. Understand, where is this glory going to be? What's going to be revealed in us? And what they don't know, what the creation does not know, because they're blinded, is that what they truly and really want, above all things, is to know who the children of God are, so that glory should be revealed, so they can get their needs met, so they can run to us and say, my daughter's sick. The Bible says, all works Jesus now, we're going to do you know, Jesus did so much that people brought to him, hey, this is my sick child, this is my sick daughter. Um, you know, pray over the finances, you know, I have nothing to eat, you know, on and on and on. Um, my sins have made me dirty, make me clean. The creation walks in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. People are going to call you a liar, but the Bible says that the word of God be true and all man be a liar. It doesn't matter what they're chasing. God fills that hole. God's answer to those things. Romans 8.21, For the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into freedom and glory of the children of God. They're going to come and they're going to join us. You're going to go from being the fear of missing out to the guest of the party. To the, or the, how do you say that? To the guest of honor. You know, it's going to be your party. You're going to go from not being invited to being the host. Like, oh, these same people who were, you know, don't you want to come and have a good time with us and throw up in the toilet at the end of the night and fight your best friend and cheat on all your significant others? Don't you want to come do that with us? We're having such a good time. No, they're not. And, um, they're going to be grafted in. They're going to need you to teach them. And somebody's going to teach them. The word of God is true. Somebody's, somebody's going to get to them. Somebody's going to teach them. Might as well be you. Might as well hold to that. Um, hold to establish yourself as that Jesus friend. So yeah, just stay in there, man. All things are going to work out. Yeah, you know I mean, like fear of missing out is, is real. Like I said, it's, it's something that will be there. But you just have to remember um, where you're going versus where what happens on that side. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, the, really the only way to conquer is like you start feeling, oh, man, I missed out on this. Yeah, but remember... There's going to come a time where they're going to, where the glory of God is going to be revealed in me and they're going to come to me. And then all the truth is going to be made. I'm not better than them. They're not better than me. I don't really need their adoration. They don't need mine, but there's going to come a time where they're going to need the Jesus to send me. And that's going to mean more and you're going to feel better. I'll tell you, I've done it all, man. I've sat quarterbacks. You know, I played high school football, sat quarterbacks. Um, I've I've dropped the guys that wasn't supposed to be dropped. You know, um, like I said, all these things that want to check those boxes say I'm the alpha. You know what I mean? Um, I can check those boxes. Um, 
but a night that I had 50 prisoners stand up and I led them all through, I couldn't do it individually. I led them all through. I said, who wants to get saved? And 50 prisoners stood up and I led them through the sinner's prayer. That was way cooler. I'd take that over. I'd give away all the other ones. I could replace each one of those moments with preaching a message and leading someone to the sinner's prayer. Yeah. The Bible says even my flesh cries out for those things. Like, I miss the days where I had the platform to preach and, and lead people to salvation and stuff like that. And that's what, this, that's what this whole podcast is about, is that, you know, I don't have a platform right now. Jesus is putting me behind the pulpit. Um, and I don't even know the church I go to that that will happen. Um, I love the church I'm at, but, you know, we'll see. Um, but, you know, you just don't. You just don't know how much better it is to be on this end than that end. But anyway, uh, yeah, so that's that's my thoughts to coincide with the notes of FOMO. Um, I think I'm going to start releasing more of these things, do more of those ride longs and stuff like that. And I'm start uh start machine gun, machining gun these things out at you guys, 10, 15 minutes, things at a time, as often as I want to. Or as, not as often as I want to. And I'm going to start the interview. I'm going to try to start the interviews with the next uh, with the next episode. So anyway, guys, um, johncummings 84 com. throw the email, um, hit me up on Facebook, give me some feedback. Um, shout out to Chris for those feedback last week. I appreciate that. And uh, we'll see you guys.